Hey guys, welcome to the Unpitchable Podcast, a podcast about three ordinary friends coming together to make extraordinary plots to fake movie sequels. I'm Nick Kagan. I'm Tim Catania. And I'm David Johnson. Awesome, fellas. What's been going on? Uh, so, so the, I actually have a lot this week. Um, I saw Blue Man Group. Yeah? Yeah. I've seen them before. How was that about? I don't know. I've been <laughs> scarred before in my life, but like this was... A new, like a new kind of scarring. It was really weird. Yeah. So there's these, okay, so to, to answer Nick's question, even though I know he was joking, uh, there's these three blue guys from California I can get, I can only imagine. Why are they blue? That's a great question. Well, that's somebody hurt them. Listen, I, I went in. Dabba Dabba. Was about them. <laughs> and they're Eiffel 56? Eiffel something. something. 65. 65? Is that, are Why you sure do we know that? Cause okay, because you because when we were at the skating rink that one time, you requested it like twelve times, David. I remember this. I did. I know so much about David. <laughs> I know a lot about David, guys. We'll do a David podcast one of these days, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll reveal his darkest secret. Undavidable. Undavidable. Um, <laughs> blue man group. <laughs> blue man group. So there are the three blue guys who hit PVC pipe like it's drums, and they stare at you weirdly, and they have awkward pauses that aren't funny. And it was cool, except for some of it was not. It was I don't know. It was the weirdest thing. I went because they did like what this was the most whole uncomfortable like, part. They try to do a whole skit, and their comedic timing. I think they're trying to go for the. I don't know if you guys have seen the Christian Shaw is a horse thing where they just. I will have to I'll show have to you it. You should show. Google it. It's basically just, um, and I can't remember the comedian's name, but uh, it's, it's Christian Shaw and. Uh, this other guy, and he just says Christian Shaw is a horse over and over and over again, and she dances. And she does this, like, horse thing, and he, they do it. They do it long enough that you're like, okay, that's funny. And then it gets not funny. And then it, and gets, then it gets funny, funny again, again. And then it gets not funny. And at one time, apparently, he got, like, a little drunk and did it for, like, 14 minutes straight. And it's it's just, it's hilarious. You should look it up. But uh, I think they're trying to go for that a little bit, but it was just, like, really awkward pauses. These yeah. terrifying blue men staring at you for, like, 45 minutes. Also, they look like ants, because I was, uh... Pretty far back. Yeah. We it was cool, though. They didn't, I mean, you know. Did he Judah go with you? Just... No, I wouldn't allow him. That probably would have been pretty. That would have been great. Years. <laughs> yeah, that would have been terrible. Did they have a giant? Um, I mean, I, we saw it a year ago. Every show is the same. They haven't changed it. Well, no, I know they probably have. Did they have a giant like iPhone or cell phone at one part for yes. one piece? Okay, three actually. That was kind of neat. Or yeah, okay. Three. They had three giant cell phones. I don't remember what they did. It was interesting. It was fun to watch. Game. It was something that I'm not like you know. I wouldn't do it again, probably. But it was good. It was interesting. I saw Blue Man Group, and now I'm terrified to go to California because I can only imagine California is California. just that. Uh-huh. It's people. It's Blue Man Group and like giant pistachio people right? <laughs> and celebrities. It's the weirdest thing. And the sharks from Katy Perry's Super Bowl contest. So another thing I did this week is I played a, a game called. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this. Doctor Langaskov, the Tiger, and the Terrible Cursed Emerald, a whirlwind heist. So that sounds like a movie we'd make up, but it's a, it's like a really short free game for PC, and uh, if you have a PC that can run it, you should try it. It's really, really cool. Huh. I cannot say anything about it because it's 15 minutes long. Oh, okay. So okay. I just wanted to put that recommendation out there um, that if you Google the tiger and the terribly cursed emerald because there's no way you're going to remember all of the title, you'll find it. Cool. And it's really, really neat. You can watch a you can watch a Let's Play or something of it. I might have to okay. My, and, my uh, laptop will not play. And it. it's just super interesting. I guess I can give you the very bare premise of it. You go in thinking you're playing this game, and when you start, you're behind the scenes, basically. Huh. And it's really, really interesting. It's like you're in the back. Right. You're backstage. Um, so I'd highly, highly recommend it. That's really all I all I did this week. Fair enough. I, well, I guess the only thing I really did this week was 
I watched Flash and Arrow in Full House because I'm a child. Wait, new mm. Full House? Wait, the new Fuller House. Fuller Flash. House. So there, it's the Fuller House because Flash and Arrow were on it. <laughs> <laughs> because now I'm interested. Oh. So I, I don't even, I don't think I can say anything about Full House really, other than it's like, is it, it good? All right, so you know how like when you're a kid and you watch um, Family Matters and Fresh Prince and all of that, and it's all really good and it's all like relevant, and then like you go back to watch it when you're an adult and you're like, wow, this is really not that great. Uh, Fresh Prince is still great. Uh, Most of the time it is. Sometimes, yeah, I would say like, and except for when they're like, you know, finally find out about cell phones, and that's an episode you're like, (laughs) okay, he's playing. Well, let me give a better example. Do you remember like, did you ever watch Power Rangers as a kid? Because David didn't. He he didn't grow up. I wasn't allowed to. Well, I'm just not gonna talk. Or was it? Was I not allowed to watch it? Or did I not like it? I don't remember. Maybe I just had good taste back then. Well, you can talk about Power Rangers. I'm all no, for no, it. No, 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 no. I was just like, no, which I, was, hey, I which remember, is, like, as an adult, like, I'm going to watch your favorite Power scene. Ranger. I think, like, as a kid, it was Tommy. Like, I, the which White one Ranger. was he? The White Ranger. You know, I have a White Ranger poster at my house. But that's the one. Didn't, wasn't it, didn't that used to be Brandon Johnson's Power Ranger Brandon poster? Taylor's. Brandon Taylor. Brandon Taylor. Sorry. I, I, I don't Brandon know if Brandon Taylor's listening, but if you're listening, I'm never giving that back. <laughs> I bought it from Goodwill for $12. I don't care that your mom brought it there and she wasn't supposed to. It's mine. Um, That's staying in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, man, we I've got beef. I don't care. Full House. Okay, so Full House is like... All right, so let me just say this. Here's, I'll tell you what I can talk about. Full House in the 80s was really great. It was very loving. It had great family values. Um... What's really weird to watch it now is the opening episode, I can tell, is, like, everybody, like, comes back because somebody's husband dies, essentially. Um, and it's really weird because the the father in there is, is Bob Saget, mm-hmm. and I won't go into any details of his antics, sure. other than yeah, he's, he's, it's really hard to watch someone, like, talk about uh-huh. being a loving father. And then yeah, when just, they were on yeah. America's Funniest Home Videos, when there's YouTube now. <laughs> yeah. And so it's saying? just it was really odd. It's like a good show. Like it, it like it was a good show. I watched like eight episodes, but it was just Is it are they trying to just be like a continuation or is it like a different take on the full house? Porn? It kind of is a different take. They've done a couple things that I'm like, I can't believe they did that. Okay. So But it's like a relevant I mean it's the girl on there, her name's Candace Cameron and hey. she's um Kimmy, right? No, that's DJ. Oh. Uh Kimmy is Andrea Barber. Okay. Anyway, long story short, that's what I did all week. Oh, you know what? We watched. We're on the last ten episodes of Gilmore Girls, and that's great. I love that show. Oh yeah, uh, and then, uh, cool. cool. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but you know how it ends. I, nobody knows. Okay, trust me. <laughs> well, technically, nobody knows because it's coming back. So. Well, it's uh, technically how it ended. The ending's real the good. Other, I was gonna, uh, you and me can re- recreate the ending right now. That's it. That's the ending. Is that the most I'm, satisfying? I feel ending. like that's just going to be a scene between Luke and and. Lorelai, where These they just stare at each other. So. Yeah. This is good. I can't wait till you finish. Okay. <laughs> just watch it, buddy. We'll talk about it. Oh, I'll tell you, man. If you know, you will have a, we'll it's have a still a solid group. show, no matter how that show ended. There's a local church a that does a, uh, that does a recovery group after you finish Gilmore Girls. So if you, you know, I can okay. give you their card. Uh, the other thing I did, I'm totally, totally going to do this. And you guys, I we didn't talk about this before the podcast, but I've been listening to The Magnificent Seven on Eat Sleep Movies. Sure. Favorite. I've listened to them. So what they do is I they know. do. Um, they're not, they're not, they don't do anything like us, but they do something that we all end up doing anyway as we rank our movies. So they do this thing, it's called Magnificent Seven, and what they do is they rank movies in the order of like one to seven on best time travel movies, 
best movies in 2001 that didn't win an Oscar. They pick a theme. Yeah, they always pick a theme. And so, like, I've kind of become obsessed with it. And so I had to, like, their, like, their handle on the podcast network is Eat Sleep Movies. But they used to have another feed called Magnificent Seven. Um, so that's what I did all week. So I, like I really didn't guys. do anything this week. I like I like the the top seven list they did where it was like movies that aren't Ghost Dad. That was probably my favorite. <laughs> uh, David, what's what'd you do? Um, what's on your mind? Not too much. Working class, uh, but I did kind of stumble upon uh, an interesting theory. I watched Dead Poet Society last week, um, and. I don't know if you know this, but uh, the dad from that '70s show is in that movie. Red, red, red. We're just gonna call him Red Foreman. <clears throat> sure. Okay. Good. Yeah. Let's That's just go ahead and establish that. No matter what his name is across the other movies that I mentioned, know that I'm referring to him as Red. Red is in that movie as um, spoiler alert for Dead Poet Society. Uh, the really, the very overbearing father that tells his son that he can't follow his dreams, and then ends up uh, his son ends up committing suicide because mm-hmm. of that. I got to thinking about that movie. Um, I don't really remember exactly in the like time frame when that movie is supposed to take place, but I'm going to assume it's like the 60s or 70s. Early. I would concur with that. I think. I just feel like from the music that they're all dancing to and stuff. Uh, and I'm scenes, pretty sure it's post-apocalyptic. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so I have a theory, and you're just going to have to follow me on this. There's some leaps, but I don't think they're too grand. Red... That actor is also in that '70s show, mm-hmm. and he's in RoboCop All right. as the villain. The I do remember both of RoboCop. those. RoboCop, yeah, the original. Um, with uh... so let me paint a picture for you. His son commits suicide in Dead Poet Society. He is overcome with grief. He can't believe that he realizes that it's all his fault. Uh, his marriage kind of just falls apart. They can't get past the fact that he was a terrible, 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 terrible human being and uh, mm-hmm, drove mm-hmm. his son to suicide. How terrible was he? Terrible. On the Pop-Tart scale? Three. <laughs> a he solid was... three. I don't know if that's good or bad. That's but... well, an extra Pop-Tart, technically, because there's only two hey, packages. So so guys, cool. I don't know if you guys even care, but that actor's name is Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith. Kurt. Yeah, Red for Red. <laughs> so, okay. Yes. Yes. Right. So, Red... Um, all right, so he loses his son, loses his marriage, and he drifts for a while, all right? Mm-hmm, maybe he mm-hmm. maybe he tries to make amends and, and goes into the Peace Corps or something. I don't know. He tries to make amends. Let's just say it. Let's just decide that he's trying to live his life and deal with it and make amends. Mm-hmm. And then one day, he just has a setback, and he gets to drinking. He gets thinking about his son drinking. Ends up in the hospital, where, boom, he meets his soon-to-be wife, that's on that 70s show. Because she was a nurse. She was I'm a nurse. I'm pretty sure yeah. she was a nurse. Yep. Ends Four up in the hospital. Home. She nurses him back to health. And he decides, maybe I can make another go of this. But that's why he's always such a curmudgeon on that show. Because he doesn't want to get too attached to his children. Because they might kill them. Well, he obviously hates his children. I mean, yeah, show. really. If you So, I mean, like, I feel like he's just like, they'll never be as good. That one son that almost was a doctor. Oh, right. That's why he killed himself. Because he didn't want to be a doctor. Yeah. <sighs> so... How's this tie into RoboCop? Well, well, so basically, can, can we talk about how much he hates Topher Grace in real life? <laughs> I, th- I feel like that's probably true. I feel like he's a method actor and he had to learn to hate Topher Grace. <laughs> he was just like, oh wait, I'll be on this show, but you have to cast Topher Grace. That's the only way this show will work. Oh, my son, after Topher this, Grace, my after real we go son. Through this, I got to tell you guys something interesting about Topher Grace. Go on. Okay, so all right, so I don't know how that '70s show ends. Ends. 
I did not see the finale, but let's just assume that they move away. He can't deal with an empty house again. He feels like it's almost the same thing as, you know, when his son killed himself. Just So he, he divorces his wife, mm-hmm. and he gets into some hard drugs. Like, not dealing. <laughs> I mean, not, not taking, but dealing. Selling. And that takes us to the 80s. RoboCop. Even though RoboCop was probably set in the 2000s. That's probably true. So that's how he gets there. He, he starts in Dead Poet Society and ends up a villain in RoboCop. I think that's a true, honest theory, and I think those universes are connected. See, the funny thing is, while you were saying that, I changed the Wikipedia page for the actual actor. <laughs> and that's his actual biography. Now. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's what I did most of the week, was just uh, fill my room with red string and pictures of Kurt Woodsmith. <laughs> <laughs> and help me kickstart my business. I did. Yes. Oh, uh, man. We'd like to go right, ahead and advertise. talk about this? Well, I think we should advertise our business <laughs> on our, you know, means of talking to sure. people. This is a platform. Let's push it. Um, so, have you ever been eating pizza and you're like, man, I'm just depressed? I think a lot. I think everyone has. Have you ever eaten? I, I, I'm never depressed when I eat pizza. Yeah. I, well, I so maybe I'm depressed and that's why I order the pizza. Okay. Yeah. I can deal with that. So, so, I think so, that's where he's going. So everyone uses pizza as his comfort food, right? Uh-huh. Well, what if you could go eat pizza and lay on a couch and talk to a uh, psychology professional? I like this idea. Yeah, and they could talk. They you know talk through your issues, and it was a business called Thera Pizza. Oh, now <laughs> we've workshopped this name with David, basically, <laughs> and uh, he's on board. I like it. Um, I'm on board. So I will. I'm on the couch. I'm going to need your bank account numbers in order to make this happen. I don't, no expense, guys. We have to make this happen to save the people. So, my first question is uh, Let me stop you. Yes. <laughs> does, the, does this board psych, certified psychologist or therapist work? Do they make the pizza? Yeah, is it an all in one stop? Is, I guess, what I'm asking. Well, someone's got to crush the Xanax in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not part of the job. Hey, hand me, hand me that shaker of Xanax. <gasps> Deborah! It's Red Foreman. Eating pizza. Oh, Tied it all back in. Mm-hmm. I like that. Oh, pizza. so, hey, like, first. Of grace, yeah, I was going to say, I'm, first, let me just say, I love the I'm therapy. Gonna you, side, I'm yeah. going to let you finish in a minute. Yeah, I'm going to let you finish. Uh, so, I wanted to pull back to that 70s show with Topher Grace because um, remember how we did the Seinfeld, the Kramering, like a couple episodes ago? Maybe episode two? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Oh, do, do you know what I'm about to tell I you? Think I do. Go so, Topher Grace doesn't have a career anymore because nobody likes him. Um, okay. Yeah. And so, he edited together like all these random clips from like Curb Your Enthusiasm, which was uh, Larry David, the creator of Seinfeld, had a show after. Um, mm-hmm. And all of the people from Seinfeld ended up being on it at one point or and, and, mm-hmm. and so he edited all this stuff together and created I think it's an 11 minute episode reunion special yeah. for Seinfeld and I haven't watched it but I'm gonna pretend like I did because it looked really good. <laughs> no, I, I saw that. You um, know, it's just trending. it was just Sweet. the scene for Spider-Man Three where he's saying, "God, please kill Peter Parker." <laughs> Over and over for eleven minutes because he hasn't had attention in a long time. We can't time. talk about Spider Man Three. Well, we can't. We can't talk about Spider Man Three because our like your your computer would run out of tape. Yeah, I know. It's like that doesn't make any sense. Deserve an episode. They do deserve that. Maybe something we get to. I 
can't go on another murderous rampage, yeah. so we can't talk about Spider-Man. Maybe 3. that's a this should have been unpitchable, but it somehow <laughs> got made. How did this center. happen? Yeah. Why? Oh no, let's not even start. Nope. No, if we start, we will never end. Nope. That'll yes. be the end of the podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> cool. Um, so hey, let me just before we segue into our movies, um, just remind you guys if you have movies to send to us, yeah, yes, you can send them to us at movies at unpitchablepodcast.com or you can just tweet us um or facebook us yeah. we're at unpitchable on twitter at unpitchable on instagram and on on facebook we're unpitchable podcast yes so yeah. you can just find us at any of those but it would be cooler if you emailed us because we would feel more like a business yeah, so we, we all get those emails when we read everything that comes through there we do so if you've got something funny to say or a suggestion or um, we, we're going to read them, and uh, if, if you don't get read on the air, we will bring it up probably in another podcast where we talk about... Bad know, movies you sent bad us. Bad movies you sent us. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll call anybody so out too bad. with that in mind, let's go ahead and just... You guys want to get to it? Yep. <clears throat> All right, so I brought a, I brought a movie, and, uh, but, you know, just to put that out there, I already know it's really stupid. Um, <laughs> I like stupid. I, I love when we say that movie. before our movies. Well, you know I, it's I like how fun. everybody, every time we pitch a movie, it's like, this is really stupid. <laughs> so with everything that's going on with the elections coming up and everything, I've been thinking about being president and stuff. And I was like, well, what if there was a take on Fight Club called Presidential Fight Club? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right, David. I like this. I like this. I, I saw a spark in your eye. Okay. I love this idea. Please go, somebody. So, so, so the title is Presidential Fight Club, if you, okay. if you okay. hear me. The first rule of Fight Club is you have to talk about Fight Club because it's presidential, right? I mean, they got to, like, this. their whole campaign is built on their strength and, and yeah. physical ability. So this all started because I was I was thinking about the people who are running now and how I really didn't like any of them. Right. And how um, I'm taking a hard-line stance against all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what part are you for? None. All, I'm against all. Who's speaking of that? Have you seen those signs that are say "I don't know, not Trump"? Though, <laughs> Trump yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny. No, so I was thinking, like, what if they did feats of strength, like to okay. decide the presidential? That's like that's that's how they impress the American people. Was like Trump's bench pressing like an old VW van, van or whatever, <laughs> and then uh, then underneath it you see Hillary bench pressing the whole stage and Trump and the van. <laughs> and like, like, Thank you, because we all know Hillary is just like well, leg lifting everything. So that's so. Not, not necessarily in the movie, but that's what got me thinking about how how would I want to decide who should be president? And I think a fight club's a really good way to do that. I think this is perfect. So um, so I mean that could be part of the premise, right? Yes. America. This is a future America. Um, can I ask a couple questions on yeah, that? Yeah. So like our it's some clarification. Is it presidential like fight club like if you've been a president or to become president? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the rules have changed. You know, you can only have eight eight years in office, right? But with the fight club, if you win, you're in. That's all that matters. So you could have like this tyrannical Genghis Khan clone come and be like the the president for forty five years. Okay. And and then until he's killed off by okay. you know President Camacho. Yeah. Like, like, basically, and so 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 that's that's this you know it's it's like the purge world it's basically set in the same universe let's oh, just man. say that okay. let's, let's, let's oh shout away the purge is, though yeah. i got some things for purge okay <laughs> but uh so uh you know i figured that's that's the thing so if a president somehow comes back to life and he runs for president again it's totally legal if okay. that's what you're asking all right do they have to be american they yeah. have to have already been president 
Oh. Or, well, or okay. whole president okay. hopefuls. Okay, okay. So I like, just want Donald Trump to get punched by George Washington. I'm allowing that universe to exist. Can you imagine a fight between Abraham Lincoln and Donald Trump? Abraham Lincoln's got that sick reach, guys. Yeah, and, I was about to say, and, he's and lanky. Trump's got that like glowing red spot of hair on his head. If you punch him in the hair, he's dead instantly. But also, he's... Abraham Lincoln like killed zombies with an axe. Vampires, but yes. Uh, yeah, whatever. Same thing. It's historical. It's it says factually. So, so, so anyway, you got this Fight Club, right? Fight Club, presidential fight Part club. Part of me just want to bring this up so we would just pitch uh, like fights between people. Okay, okay. So, I'm in. Um, in. let's do it. I'm okay with that if that's just the movie, but I do think there could be some undertones of of actual Fight Club in this. And uh, fly like a butterfly, sting like a huckabee. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Dude, no, that is probably the best campaign slogan I've ever heard in my entire life. He can play bass, and he's got that slogan. I don't even care if I agree with him or not. I would vote for that. Yeah, that was his slogan, man. I go for it. That's, that's a really good slogan. I feel like that ruined my movie because I'm sorry. you. Oh, well, it would be funnier than everybody. <laughs> um, no, so. So like, what would you? Who would you want to see matched up? Josh, I talked to my brother Josh about this movie before I came in because I wanted to like get a sounding board on it and see if it was a dumb idea, which it is. But he said, uh, he's like, what if it opened with um, George Washington, like a really ripped George Washington cutting down cherry trees like with a single swipe? <laughs> Are we talking then, about like in Avengers where they're going at it? Avengers yeah, yeah. with the It's axes. like that except for he's cutting down like whole forests of trees because he's giant. <laughs> um, but uh, Abraham Lincoln shows up and he's like, George... Trump has started Mortal Kombat. The Mortal Kombat <laughs> competition. <laughs> and we need you. And I was like, that's... So that was all Josh. Um, I like that. But that's a really good way to start I this like movie. I yes. Think. So George Washington, um, Abraham Lincoln, of course. I mean, he's he, he's a classic boxer. Oh, shoot, um, oh yeah. Um, I think um, Teddy Roosevelt's in on Oh, yeah. He's, he's like been a, shot. Yeah, he's tough. Didn't they call him the Bull Moose, or am I thinking of a different president? I'm, I don't I'm know much about yes. presidents. I don't, yeah. Uh, I he named, was a you president. named all three presidents I know, even <laughs> the current president. I'm not sure on. Um, so I think that Bush is in the running because he's got mad shoe ducking skills, oh, as we all know. Well, no, yeah, he can he can bob. Have you bob you've seen weed. that video, right? Of someone oh yeah, where shoe someone throws a shoe duck. Yeah, I, I was trying to figure out what you meant, but now I get. Doesn't it. the guy throw two shoes at him, or am I making? Yeah, it up? no, I feel like he threw one and then he threw another, and Bush gave him the same grin. He was like, both hey, hey, do it again. <laughs> shoe duck. The only thing I can so. I don't really. I I love the idea of presidential matchup, but the only thing I can think in my mind is the scene in Anchorman one and two where all the street wars. The problem with that is there's no respect, and I feel like even the presidential candidates, as much as they claim to hate each other, they would be rules and they would follow them. You know, <laughs> except for Trump. Well, Trump, he's like he's like the guy who stands in the back and he just nods. Whenever, I'm sorry. Whenever George Washington wins a fight. The person I care about fighting, like, seeing a fight is, I want to see Hillary and Palin fight, because I just feel like that would be a good fight. I think that uh, what happens is they, they fight and they kill each other instantly <laughs> with, with a single punch to each other, and it's over. Yeah, it's just, just well, Hillary's knows. bird bones, but she's got some sick accuracy, so she, like, takes them out, you know what I'm saying? Word. She's hung that accuracy. Literally. Maybe, maybe not dead. Maybe just like out because she's going to come back later for a fight later. You know, <laughs> she's going to come back and back up George Washington when uh, Trump breaks the rules. You know, I like it. I like it. I like this. Um, presidential fight club. So presidential fight. Club. So I, just to be clear, the winner is president. 
That's where you're going with this. Yeah, story. really. That's that's really what it is. Okay. Yeah. Um so, it, that's this is assuming a future when Trump became president. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which actually, if you could we're almost guarantee there, man. let's check back in November. Know, if like, you could guarantee that there would be a fight club for president following Trump's election, I would vote for him. What a, yeah. Oh my gosh, so would I. Yeah, I mean <laughs> a yes. televised fist fight between hey, candidates. <laughs> just to let everybody know of my horrible skills on knowing presidents, which president was the one in the wheelchair who FDR. Yeah, I'd like to see a fight. Yeah, that. but this is the future, so he's got like some cybernetic Professor legs. X style Professor <laughs> wheelchair going on. <laughs> And he has mind control, which is he's just Professor X, really. <laughs> we'll just cast the same. We'll cast the same guy. Uh, so I like this. So, so this Thir- is a movie. thirty-second pitch. I think um, this is solid. So, uh, as solid as George Washington's muscles. <laughs> That's the slogan. <laughs> this is a movie. <laughs> um, so, thirty-second pitch would be um, Donald Trump. After becoming president, Donald Trump declares that the next president has to fight for his right to to be president, fight for his right to president, and uh, um, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln all come back from the dead in quotations because they were never truly dead; they lived on in our hearts, and they fight this competition to become president and restore order in America. All right, I like it. Um, Nick. All right. Um. So, I I was gonna say that this movie's stupid, but Tim already took that line. Um, hey, Nick's movie's stupid. I got you, bro. <laughs> my movie title is heavyweights 2 the weight spelled w e i g h t i got you w w a y t e heavyweights 2 the weight is over all right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do you got some direction Nick, to i have us? a little bit of direction but i also and definitely seeking input. Let me put it that way. So, give us, give us the little direction you. So have. my thought, my thought process is, I'll just tell you what I wanted to ha- like, what I where I wanted this to go. But I was hoping you would help with the antics. Yeah. Okay. Um. So like you know, thirty years later, they are all thin, okay. and their kids are all fat. Okay. And so they all send their kids okay. to the camp. Um. But instead of like. It being like a great camp, it's literally just like Ben Stiller has taken it back over again. But the parents are the ones running it. What if, what if this was uh, actually all those kids from the movie have been waiting for Ben Stiller to die <laughs> because he's such a terrible monster in that movie, and he like tormented them all their lives. Even after Heavyweights, he never left. He was always there to make fun of them. And so the wait is over is them going to the funeral and finally re- rebuilding the blob. <laughs> And they throw his corpse on him. His corpse on the blob. They blob him. They blob his corpse. But they do it directly to the sun because they all jump on at the same time, and that's a lot of weight. So there's just a Ben Stiller. I don't know. His body would probably burn up in the upper atmosphere, but that's not the point. The point is Ben Stiller's body gets burned up for real because practical effects are a thing people like now. I like this. Uh, I like this. David, you got anything to add to this? <laughs> movie over. It's yeah, done. We solved it. the movie. <laughs> um, I like. I like that they've been in hiding, uh, waiting for Ben to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can't. I he mean, did live to one fifty. Yeah. Just so you know, like <laughs> his percussizing. He was. He was ninety years old when Heavyweights was filmed. So. <laughs> um. So I think we gotta just kind of. We've got to adultify, and not in the terrible term that it could be taken as, the different 
uh, games that they had to play hmm. for the Apache. Well, Labor. wait a second. Is he just pitching wait a fat Hunger Games? Yeah, that's what, that's what this is. No, listen. Ben Stiller fakes his own death to get them all in the same place and puts them through so. Fat Hunger Games. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna co-op. He puts them through the Hangry Games. Hangry Games. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> All right. Done. Okay. Can do we, we change do the name? Can we just? Game? Can we put that? Let's just lights too. Hangry Games. Hangry Games. Okay. So, the wait is over. Um, yeah. I don't even know if we need to expound on this. No, no, no. We have to. We got okay. to, man. Like one of them has to survive to fight Ben Stiller to his death. <laughs> so, all right. So the beginning. So who did they launch into the sun then? We'll get there. <laughs> We'll get there. Lars. But we'll Lars, get there. I knew it. I knew it was uh, Lars. So, all right. This is definitely co-opting the original movie. But you know, in the beginning of Hunger Games, there's always a race mm-hmm. for weapons. Mm-hmm. It's clearly a race for... for it's like the bonfire. Yeah, uh-huh. it's the bonfire night over again. They have to relive yeah. all their terrible decisions. But all the food's poisoned. No. Wait. <laughs> That's a good idea. Except for, I think it's not poisoned. Okay. Um... Because there's no way they survive more than like one hour because they all have diabetes at this point, man. Come on. You have oh no faith in them. I have no faith in them at all. They've involved past diabetes. <laughs> oh, they've been hiding for years. Maybe they are skilled. Okay, I'll, I'll give you this poison food. But can I can I put this out here that two of the, two of the weaker... Not uh, all the food's poison. Let's say Some that. of it. They have to 80% take of it's poison if they want to eat sure. it. Otherwise, they have to survive in the wilderness or not eat. Right. And if they run on a treadmill, they drop a single food pellet for them in the longer the, the game. Um, so, no, I just figured, like, the beginning is always crazy because I was running towards that stash, right? I figure two of the smaller ones, like, who are a little weaker, uh, what's the main kid's name? Jerry. Oh, he Jerry. definitely eats two of them at the beginning oh, of the race. Cody. Because he knows, he knows, he's like, I'm sorry, guys, but your sacrifice means Ben Stiller's going to die. What was Ben Stiller's name in that movie? Tony. Tony, Tony has per- to Tony, Tony has Perkis. to die. Perkis. Tony has to die. So he eats the two other ones for strength. <laughs> I like this. He has to eat their hearts I so just, he gets their spirit. When I when I thought this movie in my deepest heart of hearts, I just never saw it going this well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this well? <laughs> I'd watch this. <laughs> I would watch the crowd so, this movie. I know we do this every episode, but Kevin James has to be in this movie somewhere. No, actually, no. Surprisingly. <laughs> Surprising. This is the one. He doesn't want to be typecast as What if, fat. like... No, wait. Okay. What if he's just a grown-up Jerry? Can, can I pitch the ending of the movie? Yes. So, like, it's just Jerry standing over Tony Perkins' body or whatever, and he's got, like, a club, and he just bludgeoned him to death, and it zooms out, and it comes out of Kevin James' eye, and it zooms out, and it was all in his head all along. <laughs> That's, that was Kevin James' brain. Like. That's what goes on when he does it. That's why we have to let him make movies. Yeah. This is what would happen. <laughs> this is what, he, well, he actually saw into another reality where this did happen, and he's the only one who can prevent it. He's the watcher. He's the watcher? <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, so okay. So, I guess they're trying to survive, right? Right. Hunger games, you know. And only one of them can survive per Tony's instructions, but they came up. Some of them do. What was the, um, what was his friend? Jerry's friend. The, the big Josh. One. Josh. 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 He's the fat kid from Mighty Ducks. And then Keenan. Or is it Keenan? Keenan. Keenan, yeah. I so I figured they, they 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 sync up together. I'm so surprised um, that he knows all the I characters. Love but movie here's what, didn't, didn't they meet up with a girls camp? Halfway through the first yeah, they, they have a dance. Yeah, and love machines not... blaring. Yeah. But all they hear is they're all like walking through the forest, and they hear love machines start blaring, and they're like, <laughs> "That's what happens whenever when di- whenever someone dies. Yeah. It's not like cannon <laughs> shot. It's just love machine blaring in the background. Like or you are shot. all skinny winners. Plays over the microphones, over the uh, speakers whenever someone dies. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's 
It's uh, Roy has died due to lack of hustle. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Man, this is a good movie. <laughs> this is like, oh crap! Why are we saying this on air? Someone's gonna oh man! The way no, so, so are gonna make this movie. They're walking through, the, but they're walking through the woods, and they know that the next trial, because there's gonna be, you know, like in Hunger Games, they had different trials. Like yeah. the one was like a clock face or whatever. The next trial is they have to go to the girls' dance. Um, they were successful last time, mm-hmm. but this time the girls are going to try to kill them. That's really <laughs> all the, the difference. Is. They don't know. They haven't eaten in weeks, and they're ready to kill. Uh, <laughs> I'd be alright with that. Yeah. Um, so obviously. Uh, they have to have <clears throat> supply drops, you know, like people sponsors can send them things. Yeah. So what do you remember that Hunger Games? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I, re- I remember. I, you I, just didn't look like you remember that. So. No, I remember it. Um, they drop it with a little parachute, and I have a message in it. Uh-huh. So what do they send them? Yeah. Like, what's their staple? Like, this will help you. Like, what what's the butterfingers tool? <laughs> yeah. What's a useful tool that it, they can send them? Like, I think Tony's sending them like Twinkies on pizza. Okay. To like taunt them. Yeah. Sure. Um, like you'll never get. You'll never stop these coming. So I think really the moral of the story is I this wish... Hunger Games goes on for like six months and they lose the weight. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and then, his new that's his new workout. They lose the weight because they're trying to survive. And they crush Tony. Tony <laughs> thinks he can handle them. He's like, no, they're not gonna they're not gonna lose the weight, whatever. I can handle them at the end. Because he's gonna fight the victor. Uh-huh. And they crush Tony. All three of them. Crush him. Or they form some sort of fat person mecha suit. That Josh drives. Like a transformer. <laughs> a transformer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they destroy him. Thoughts? I like that. Maybe. Like maybe. That. So what would they drop? That's a well, good okay. Question. Okay. Here. So, all right. You no, know, you know um, the big boy, the big boy statue with the burger on top? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That. They mechanize that? Yeah, they mechanize that. I like <laughs> where that. Right that. Where does this Hunger Games take place? Well, <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. Yeah, they're not doing anything. Exactly. Anymore. They're not doing... Detroit's free. It's Detroit's like... empty. No one can be hurt. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I feel like that's probably exactly what happens. Because, like, Josh is kind of handy. He's he's showing them how to fix go-karts in the first movie. Like, Man, I forgot just... he was so handy. Yeah. So handsy. Well, you saw the dance. Come on, Josh. Show some respect, man. The chivalry. chivalry. Uh, 30-second pitch? Okay, um, I don't remember how, but we're gonna we're gonna first change the name of the movie from Heavyweights to The Wait Is Over to The Heavyweights to The Hangry Games. And tagline: The Wait Is Over. The Wait Is Over. Like, okay. I think it's still valuable. Um, somehow, I, I can't remember how, but they end up in a, a Hunger Games scenario where Tony Perkis is um, That's essentially president. So they they system. they end up. In the Hunger Games because they go to his funeral. Oh, that's they right. They want to like spit that's on right. his Thank body because they hate this guy. They want to blob him into the sun. There was a promise of blobbing Tony Perkins into the sun. Okay. And so they all showed up. Um, and, and so from there, um, he sets them up at the funeral as a um, Hunger Games, Hangry Games uh, survival scenario where the victor ends up fighting him at the end and they mechanize a big boy, uh, big boy to crush Tony. I like this. And that's it. And can it I, reveals it's all Kevin James all along. <laughs> and it, can, okay. can I just add, whenever one of them dies, instead of folding a flag, they fold up a piece of the blob. <laughs> or for their coffee. A piece of pizza. I was going to say a piece of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. Man, this is a good movie. David, I don't want I've you to I just never saw anything good coming out that's of this. So I'm good. so happy I suggested so, this. Well, 
I think the mod's gonna be pretty good too. All right. Um, if it's if it's just heavyweights two, the Hangry Games, <laughs> I'm gonna open hand slap you. <laughs> I just want you to no, know that it's pretty pretty great though. All right. So let me just preface this by saying, I'm 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 the outlier here. I always bring something kind of that no no one else wants me to do. I, um, David's tagline: If you were to pick him in a video game, is the outlier. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my movie is kind of an original thought, but it's a mashup of two films. We love I can deal with that. That's fine. So, um, the mashup is Crank. Okay. With Jason Statham. Yeah. And Falling Down with Michael Douglas. And just in case, real brief overview of Falling Down, because it's an older film, 83. Um, Michael Douglas just has a terrible day at work one day, and he's fed up with society. Mm-hmm. His car breaks down, and that's kind of the snapping point, And he just kind of loses it and goes on a... Uh, a rampage more or less yeah um, a crime spree yeah but it's like some people it's die. targeted at like criminals he's just fed up with nobody doing he just takes the law into his own hands essentially yeah he's essentially a punisher. like a vigilante yeah he's a, yeah. He's a punisher <laughs> so with that in mind <laughs> way worse um my movie is and the tagline's gonna make more sense when i tell you why. oh no okay oh, no. come on all right my go movie on. is short fuse tagline you must be this tall to die <laughs> oh. Okay. Right. Um, um. And this movie so is cranked. Uh, short fuse tagline. You must be this tall to. No, die. no. Short fuse is the title. Short oh, fuse. Okay. Okay. Got it. Colon. You must be this tall to die. Okay. Right? Got it. So, um, this is about a little person who uh, has always just wanted to go to a theme park. Okay. All right. And he gets to the theme park. And he just, ride after ride, he's turned down. He's not tall enough to ride any of these rides. Mm-hmm. All right? And so he eventually just gets the last ride, and it's a kiddie ride. He's like, I can definitely ride this one. But I can't. Because he's still not tall enough. And something in him snaps. And he said, I am Peter Dinklage. And you will not <laughs> treat me this way. Yes! <laughs> and he loses his mind. And he targets first, he targets the guys that run the carny games... Because those aren't fair. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. had enough. He and he wants... hates people with glass eyes. Yeah, and that's like 90% of them. So, uh, you know, he targets them. He starts going on a rampage in this carnival. He starts shooting carnies um, and taking whatever stuffed animal he darn well pleases. <laughs> Give me all your stuffed animal. <laughs> that's stuffed animal. I'm going to ride these rides and these stuffed no, animals no, are going to be my crew. Is, I've, seen, yeah, I've seen the stuffed animals at the carnival. And there are way too many to be taking all the stuffed animals. Where is he putting them all? He's putting them in the, the, in the roller coasters. He's got to ride oh. with somebody. He wants his picture oh, to be... He will ride it alone. He wants them to be happy still. <laughs> yeah. And what's Covered happier, in blood. What's happier than the, the stuffed <laughs> animal? So, so uh, well, I mean, you can imagine where Crank... Where, where we get Crank involved in this, besides just the hyper-violence, is... Um, well, you know, Crank is. I guess I didn't quite think that through. Crank is always. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I, I like, guess. Well, so Crank is always like, "Oh, we stole your organs and replaced your heart with a bomb. Good luck, or something." Uh, I mean, that's more or less what happens in Crank. So it's basically just falling down, but not from very far because he's a little person. <laughs> Too far? Yeah, probably. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> Nick, cut this out. Um, <laughs> um, no, I think we should tie Crank into it. I think Sorry, there should be a requirement. So maybe like so, to tie Crank in. Yeah, we gotta tie Crank in. What, think, what if they replaced in his body? I think that he goes his height. Did they take his height? No, no, no. no, no. Go I ahead, know, Tim. What's I think, if your I think that he body? has to ride the roller coasters, 
or he'll die. That's like his thing. <laughs> All right, yeah. So that's yeah, his yeah. like. It's like yeah. your heart is too, is keyed into certain G forces. If you don't do it enough in a certain period of time, you will die. And that's why he goes on the rampage. Also, he's mad. Well, he's got to clear out the lines because he has to have no lines, so he yeah. can just get on each ride. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What were you gonna say? I was you gonna don't say go ahead. no. So my this is dumb now. I don't even want to. Talk. It's not dumb. No, say no, it. No, no, no. My all right. Go so my ahead. thought was that instead of it happening to him, he just takes like the carnival crew, whatever head person in charge, and he forces them to. Uh, he he operates on them because he's also a doctor. And okay. He mm-hmm. puts mm-hmm. the basically crank slash speed style of if you don't ride these roller coasters with me. Um, mm. If you're if you're not going at thirty miles an hour, uh, once you get above thirty miles an hour, you can't go below thirty miles an hour, right? Right. Or else your heart stops. Okay. And it blows up. Okay. But he didn't really think this through because he's on the roller coaster with him, and how's he going to get off? Right. And so. Mm. So just dies with them as so so basically the movie is basically it just turns into uh, what was the movie we talked about last week. Um, I don't remember. Ice. What are the heck? Snowpiercer. Ice. Oh, oh, Snowpiercer. It turns into Snowpiercer <laughs> on a roller coaster. <laughs> the only way we won't die from this from this weather is to stay on the roller coaster. <laughs> Snowpiercer would have been so much better on a roller coaster. <laughs> they can like see the cotton candy machine. They're like, oh, we're eating these bugs, but we can have we can have we can have the cotton candy. We're coming up on the other year. How can you tell? Sixteen times. <laughs> That's where those two people got off. They got, they They're just walking away to the, to the cotton candy. Yeah. Uh, Man, I like that movie better. Your movie sucks. This movie's way better. All right, 30 seconds in. Carnival Piercer. Carnival Go for it, David. 30 Snow, seconds. Snow Coaster. 30 second Snow pitch. 30 second pitch. Um, a little person, a dwarf, a tiny human. Um. Man. It was like you went PC, and then, and then you were like, "I'm gonna shoot PC in the brain." <laughs> That's what you did. Um, just kind of is is fed up with being told he's not tall enough to ride roller coasters, and he goes on um, a little bit of a rampage, and uh, he decides it's not enough that he can just ride the roller coaster. He has to take the uh, theme park manager hostage and um, rig his heart in such a way that he has to perpetu- stay on the roller coaster with him, or that guy dies. Hmm. I would not watch that movie. <laughs> not a lot of people would. <laughs> That's why Frank audience would. It's know. weird because it didn't go straight to DVD. It went straight to Laserdisc. <laughs> it's straight to HD DVD. HD DVD. Uh, Beta Max. It was so bad of a movie that Hulu added it to its movie oh. collection. Oh, that's awesome. I feel I feel like we did some some pretty good movies this time around. Yeah. Um. So we should probably hit the apology section pretty hard for David's movie. <laughs> We're sorry. Yeah, David. We're sorry. David and I said some really bad stuff this whole time. And we're sorry. sorry. I'm not sorry to Kevin James because he's awesome in this movie. We made him the savior of the whole world because I really need him to stop threatening me. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, what, you got any apologies, Nick? Um, I'd like to apologize to my neighbor this morning for blowing my leaves into your driveway. Yeah, when I pulled up, there were a bunch of leaves uh, where I would normally park, and I had a moment I was like, I should hit those as hard as I can. But then I had, and then I started thinking, I was like, what if Nick Smart and he hid like a rake in there to destroy this car? <laughs> that would be so great. <laughs> so um, I didn't do that. I'd like to apologize to Tim's wife for um, being stuck with the baby while I make Tim 
pitch horrible movies with me. He's but he's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're sorry, Topher Grace. Oh, that was oh, it. Yes. Actually, I'm not sorry. I saw his performance in Spider-Man 3, and he should never act again. We're it should be sorry. There is a judge somewhere that will make it impossible for him to ever act again, and I, you contact me. We will make this happen. I will fund everything. They're a man to watch out. They're on it. <laughs> <laughs> Topher Grace has been finally uh, imprisoned. Any any other apologies? To um, there was more. I'm sorry for the thing I forgot about. We're I also, so, even though it's not our fault, we're sorry for Spider-Man 3. Yeah, man. Someone's got to say it. I, we'll we'll we, take that bullet. We can't talk about that. We can't We can't even begin to reference that movie. I won't even say the title again because I was so mad when I saw that film. Well, if you say it three times, we have if to you watch say it. it three times? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Topher Grace appears and he curses. He curses. Um, he asks God to kill you. So... I don't. I don't think I'm sorry for anything. That's fair. That. I think you were a saint this time. I do remember somewhere in the mix. So I'm just gonna apologize. Blanket statement, like an unspoken prayer in a circle, uh, <laughs> you know, a small group or whatever. Um, I forgot what I was sorry for earlier, but I was definitely sorry for something David said. So <laughs> I felt bad because David said it. So I'll think about it. I'm gonna post it on the Twitter. I'm not sorry. He's not sorry. <laughs> Um, Tim's grace well, has covered me. Yeah, so I guess thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for yeah, listening. So I just want to say, hey, thanks to our listeners. We really appreciate everything you guys are doing. Um, if you get the chance to leave us a review on iTunes, please do. Um, please give us a serious review. Um, we love that you guys try and be funny. We really appreciate it, but we would like serious well, reviews. We, we will let you be funny if you give it a five. Star. <laughs> um, That's our only requirement, and let me let me tell you why. Because you're that much funny. This you could true. literally say anything, and if it's a five star rating, I'd be like, "That's you guys yeah. I'd also basically the truth. I'd like to uh, thank Josh Catania for the use of his song "I Still Wear Diapers." I don't think that's what it's called. I think it's called "The Rise of Baby Lord," and that's what it always would be called. <laughs> <laughs> Man, thank you guys. Yeah, just was, thanks, uh, guys. Yeah. We we love doing this podcast, we, and we love all the feedback we're getting. We made it to new and noteworthy, and that's a really big yes. deal for starting out as a podcast. And we seriously. Like, this is the only part of the podcast where we're not going to joke around. Sincerely, really appreciate everything you guys do. Um, and all the, all the reviews and ratings, and even if you weren't sure what you were rating at the time. Thank you so much. Because <laughs> we really do appreciate it. It's, this is something we're super passionate about, so thank you guys. I spent a lot of time today thinking about what kind of tattoo I'd want if I was to get one. <laughs> David, what kind of tattoo would you want if you hey, got a tattoo? Hey, I just want to tell you something about tattoos real quick. I've always wanted... When I got that tattoo, it took up my whole arm. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted... I'm not even kidding. The nautical star in black and red. Mm. And that's the most generic tattoo ever. I like, that's what I've always wanted. I want a full chest tattoo of me ghost riding the whip of an El Camino, and it's about to go real bad. Like, I, I don't want to actually give the picture to the artist. I want to just say that and have them go, like... <laughs> Begin. I'm going to just like take my shirt off and say begin and see what they come up with. Hey guys, welcome to Unpitchable. Unpitchable is a podcast about three ordinary friends coming together to make three extra, nope, ordinary friends out of robot parts. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I like where this is going. Can we continue? I don't even know what the Peace Corps really is. I feel like they do good things. I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> I don't really. The Peace so. Corps sounds like some really cool uh, cover for having to go to space to fight the aliens the government doesn't want to tell you about. It also just sounds moronic. Oh, like peace, but you're a core? Like, like Army Corps? Like yeah, I think corps. maybe that's corps? the, the corps. take. Maybe that is the take? Corps. Okay, I got corps. you.
I love an audience who stares me down the whole time and doesn't laugh at anything we say. If you can leave your name and number, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. That's the intro. That's it. <laughs>